1: i'm mortified i'm mortified um netflix picks next you're tuning into the destination for tv superfan discussion after buzz tv and now let the buzz begin ah yeah. See, everybody loves it because there's there's no olympic music anymore the olympics are done USA failed me again, right? No Lindsey Vonn, no I Nathan mean, Chen, no uh, Mariah Nagasu, no, uh, it, was, it was like the Russian. The Russian girls like had a great figure skating championship, like that nail-biter. I don't know yeah, if you watch. We, we got nothing. How about you? We
2: got, I got nothing. I, mean, I haven't been watching. I, Go America. I feel
3: like these are the fastest Olympics ever. They They came, and then now they're gone. Yeah. No, just me? Okay. OK. All right. I got nothing. That's OK.
1: Hey, guys. Welcome back. You're watching Netflix Picks here at After Buzz TV. I'm Rick Hong. You can find me on all social media at Rick Hong. I've got Ashley Chaney to my left.
2: Hi, you guys. I'm so glad to hear to hear and see you here tonight. <laughs> um, tonight is going to be a really, really awesome show. I have something super embarrassing that you're going to want to stay tuned for. If you want to talk to me on social, find me at Ashley on camera. Let's talk there.
1: And we got Amy Cassandra Martinez.
3: Hi, guys. So, um you can find me on both Instagram and Twitter. At the moment, they are both different handles. They will be back to normal next week. It's a whole story. It's a whole story. We'll not go into it. But on Twitter, Amy Cassandra MTZ and on Instagram, for just the rest of this week, probably Again, long story is Amy Cassandra TV. But if you go to Twitter, then you'll just find me on Instagram. You forgot you've got
1: your password, didn't you? She was no, hacked, guys. She was hacked. She was ha-
3: no, I was not hacked. It's, <laughs> it's a whole guessing. story, guys. But uh, yeah, I'm very excited for all of this and embar- very, very embarrassing conversation. Um, Situation that we're gonna have soon. I'm like I'm mortified right
1: now. Okay. And bad. next to Amy Cassandra uh, is Steve cough Coff- No, wait, not that's not you Steve Coffin. This no. is my friend, creator of Get Mortified, that dropped on Netflix yeah. last week. Yeah. Uh, Dave <laughs> Nadelberg. Yep. Thanks, thanks, for being here. Yeah. Woo. Thank you. <laughs> um. And Dave, where can everybody find you on social media? Uh, you can find me at at Dave Nadelberg, but you can also find my project at Mortified on Twitter. Great, great, Amazing. great, great, great. Yeah, Steve Coffin will be back uh, in two weeks. I think he's in. I think he's in Vegas right now. He's trying to.
2: He strategically skipped see. this episode because he knew we were going to be showing some embarrassing. Yeah, this photos. one's a, this
1: one's a good nice. episode. You guys want to tune in? We've got a lot of good stuff. We got readings from Ashley. Got pictures of us from back in the day. Oh my um, gosh, I'm so what,
3: excited.
1: But I, what I wanted to start with was Dave. So, yes. Get More to Five dropped on Netflix. Please tell me about this specific version of Get Mortified, and then I want to hear... Uh, or should we just start from the beginning?
2: Start from the beginning, all where right, it all, all right. began. Yes. I don't know. Let's I was going like to start
1: it. in the middle, but in okay.
2: No so, Quentin Tarantino. Let's get it straight from the
0: beginning. So, <laughs> uh, so yeah, So um, for the past 15 years, I've had a very, very unusual job, and that is to read people's uh, childhood diaries, uh, and to encourage them to to share them with total strangers, um, so I do this show called Mortified, where adults get on stage and they read aloud their most embarrassing childhood writings, and that that could be diaries, but it could also be uh, horrible poetry you wrote when you were twelve, oh. or maybe you wrote some song lyrics. Yeah, I love songs. Song. I feel like Rick.
1: I feel like you you wrote a lot of like lovely R&B ballads like oh. you want it to be that's that's my vibe I mean, you know man I'm not I'm not Diane Warren dude I'm not I'm not a good songwriter but I used to but have but you tried to be my oh. mom bought me when I was a kid my mom actually bought me a like diary type thing with like a lock on it and I you know it had like a key yeah and everything and I don't know oh, it, I yeah. I think I ended up like Tossing it out, I mean, for like, because burning. you
0: couldn't break into your own diary. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. And it was always something like, and it was always something really dumb, like, "Dear Diary, I love so and so. Why doesn't Aww. she like me?" Or something like. It was always about some Sounds girl. Familiar. It was never about anything <laughs> else. Like nothing, like you know, like, man, that guy sucks. Or, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be like the champion of the world. Or it, it was always just about some girl. And so, and so those kind
0: of diary entries wind up finding a home in Mortified, which, which began as a stage show, and now uh, it's a stage show in twenty cities worldwide, and we do a podcast. Uh, and then we now have a show called The Mortified Guide that you can find all six episodes of on
1: Netflix.
2: Which is why we're here today to talk about Yeah, The Mortified Guide.
1: It's a Netflix pick. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, I've seen it. And mm-hmm. so the first, okay, so like when it first started, it was just, like where did, where did it start? Like did you, did you just like say, I live in L.A. right now. I'm going to go to this venue and see if people, it wasn't L.A. though. It was actually. Oh, it was here. Okay. Yeah.
2: Did you have to do with developing the live show? The actual I, stage? I created you... Mortify. You created the. Oh, yes, yes. That's yes. so hard I, I said creator. Okay. <laughs> I said creator. Well, I didn't know if you just came in to produce the show or if no, you had no, no, to do no, with no, the, the whole lecture. Thing. Because that live show, which I told you just a moment before the show, I was lucky enough to see at the DNA Lounge in San Francisco. Yep. And it was. Like the best experience ever. It was so so amazing, and I'm I'm marveling at the fact they're able to take that same energy and put it into a TV show because it totally translates into a oh, show. Oh great! It's I'm so epic. happy.
0: Yeah, and the, so she's referring to a show that we do in San Francisco because um, we do it in, in various cities, and San Francisco is probably one of our most popular cities. Sure, uh, mm-hmm. and Open the and, and the shows that we do at the DNA Lounge are are super fun. So. Um, if you live in San Francisco and you're watching, you go to getmortified.com and you can you can find out when the next San Francisco event
1: is.
2: Or they're all over. You have 20 cities. That's so right. here in but LA. if you want to
1: be just like Ashley. If
2: you want to be <laughs> just like me, and I get it.
1: <laughs> well, no, because unfortunately, what King King doesn't exist anymore here in LA. So. Yeah, we,
0: in Los Angeles, we moved uh, about two, two and a half years ago to a place called Wanderlust. Oh, which yeah. Which is oh, uh-huh. oh, well, uh, find your yeah. Find your true north. Uh, it is mostly known as a yoga studio. Yes. And what nobody knows. Uh, very few people know, is it's actually a fantastic uh, performance space for storytelling and comedy, and a lot of the Mortified Guide series on Netflix was shot at Wanderlust. We actually shot it uh, at, at venues all over uh, the country, including the DNA Lounge in San Francisco. I
2: noticed that. I was like, yep. yeah, I went there! Yep. <laughs> was cool I was see. there!
1: Yeah. Uh, so yeah. How, did, so how, did, how, was, how did the first show start? So The very first so, version of this.
0: Yeah, so Mortified began because I found a love letter that I wrote to oh. a girl Um uh, I was in high school when I wrote it uh, to a classmate. I never gave it to her because I was a chicken. And uh, then I found it years later in my mid-20s. Um, and I thought, you know, I'm not funny enough to be a comedian. and I have terrible, terrible uh, musical ability. But I love, you know, everybody kind of like is, has a curiosity of like, what would it be like to get on stage and sort of command a room or, or sort of like impact somebody in the way that a comedian or or a musician or somebody might. And I thought, oh, this would be really fun to do a night of, like, people reading their old love letters. And then eventually that expanded into, uh, you know, the show that it became. Uh, And so that was 15 years ago. Uh, I've been doing that. Uh, It started in a theater. Mortified began in a theater in Los Angeles, in Los Angeles on uh, Melrose and uh, Crescent Heights, at the time, was the tiny second city annex. I think it was called. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I think I rented it for like three hundred and fifty bucks, and I never invited friends to things other than maybe a birthday party, and so like it just filled up with like people going, "I'll go see your dumb show," and then people people were like, "When's the next show?" And I'm like, "Oh, there's not. This is just like I basically started it because I had." Um, I'd moved to town to move to Los Angeles to sort of pursue a career in writing, and I had a bunch of success uh, at an early age. And then what happens with Hollywood? Uh, because it's Hollywood. <laughs> roller coaster, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, exactly. And in so, whistle. in in the sort of in the ashes of what I saw as failure and um, and defeat and misery and depression, um, I thought, what if I could just do something where I'm my own green light, where I don't have to get notes from some shitty executive who's popping their head in a room and going, you know what? Everyone in this scene needs to be wearing a blue shirt. And then you go, wait, what? Why? And then they're gone. Mm -hmm. And then all the middlemen come in and they go, yeah, it's got to be a blue shirt. So, like, I dealt with that with a bunch of shows. And I said, I want to do a thing where it's just, like, pure. And if it's good, that, you know, that will be from my instincts. And also whatever's wrong about it or bad about it will be from my instincts. But I can change that and mold it and, and grow it over time. And... You know, somehow, fifteen years later, I'm talking to you.
1: So, <laughs> so that first show, you went up and read that letter.
0: Yeah, I read. I read uh, a letter that began, "Hello, Leslie. How was your day today? Mine's quite well, I must admit. I do hope that yours is a good one, because what you're about to read m- may or may not add an extra rainbow. <laughs> oh, no, it may, may or may not add an extra color to the rainbow at day's end wow, wow. Yeah. How, so how
1: old were you when you wrote that
0: 37 no I was,
1: uh, <laughs> I was uh, Last week. yesterday I
0: am a creep uh, I was probably 15 and 15. clearly very pretentious and like just trying very hard to be flowery and just like win this person over who, who by the way this is the fun fact has no as far as I know has That's no it. idea that not only that I exist I mean maybe she did in high school I mean we spoke a little in high school, but she has no idea that she was the muse for this thing that has not only, you know, changed my life, but um, people have met because of Mortified, gotten married, babies have been born because of Mortified. It's in all these countries. Um, you know, if you if you look, Google, if you search on Twitter for Mortified Guide, you'll see all these people saying like, oh, I was having a shitty day and then like this, yeah. this made me feel
1: better. And, yeah. the people that and this person has too. no idea that she created that. Yeah, And I kind of like that magic. Uh-huh. No, it's so... I mean, so what do you think of, like, 500 Days of Summer? Because, <laughs> like, I mean, like, Scott Nudstatter and Michael Weber, like, Scott... This is about Scott Nudstatter and, like, being, like, uh... I think the girl's name was, like, Jenny or something. And then they write the whole movie about some, like, love that he lost. Oh, I didn't know it was based on a real thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: But I, what I love about Mortified in particular, like, it's great that, like, yes, we all get to share this laugh, and it's so funny and painfully awkward, and we all think we're self-important when we're young and yeah. writing these journal entries that are like, I'm in love. We have no idea what love even is. But even moreover, I think I saw, through watching The Mortified Guide, a lot of healing take place just from the people that get to like read some of these ideas. Yeah. I mean, so beyond like how it can help lift someone's day, I think that like you're impacting some people that maybe get to release or say, you know, put to bed some maybe painful memories from high school. Or, Did you
0: have some painful
1: memories? This is awesome. Ashley's actually going to give her version of Mortified right now by reading a passage from oh, when right she now. was let's yeah to yeah, yeah. a casting oh, wait, session. Wait. Yes. First
2: of all, I want to know if we have people up in the chat, because you guys this 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 uh, diary, which is my—I've fr- been keeping a diary since I was about eight or nine years old. I date—I start and end every journal entry with the date, my grade, and my age. Smart. By the way, to Smart. this day, I still keep a journal. <gasps> to this day, I have a journal in my purse, always. always. No, no,
1: look, look. This is Ashley's whole life. This it's like this, like this one little <laughs> book. It says like she has like one How sentence per have? year. Wait, 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 wait. wait. This, I is, have this least 10 is my favorite thing
2: because there's a like, good days good and bad days. days. Right, bad oh. and it's totally like the the pages and the bad days are cool. like black, and I'm like writing like I hate myself, which I think there's an entire journal entry that's like I hate myself, I hate myself. I hate myself. Yeah, it's been dark. It gets dark, friends. It gets dark. Mm. Um, but so you guys get to decide, good day or bad day. Wanna,
1: uh, oh. Can we
2: get one of each?
1: What do we I, have to you know,
2: choose? Well, I mean, I'll do a good day because I think it's like maybe le, 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 like the least embarrassing. But um, Steve- Boo! <laughs> oh,
3: we
1: bought the embarrassing. It's, not, it's all horrible. But,
2: <laughs> Steve, our darling engineer, could you please pull up a photo of what I looked like yes. when I was let's say this is me at this 13. is kind of how the
1: show goes so, by the way uh,
2: yeah, so the, the mortified guide which I highly recommend by <laughs> the way I'm the I'm the looker right there in the hot pink hot pants and orange on the right TikTok on the right TikTok. if you guys are watching they she's know, on I'm the like right yeah.
1: and if I okay. saw her out and about when I was like <laughs> 15, 14, 12, I don't know how old she is, I would how be like, I'm definitely going for the girl on the left. Oh,
2: right. oh. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> how old you? Rick, to always how how you just- In that picture, I think I was probably 12 years old. And so that's right around the time of this century right here, friends. Oh, my um, gosh. This I was not so even my first journal entry. But it, same thing, Rick, to echo all of your all of your uh, journal entries, they're all about boys. Like, boys are the only thing that mattered in my life at this really? time. And I and to, and I'm like I wonder if these people if I read anything about them if they would even know, well, like know or recognize the
0: very first thing I did this morning at like 9 a.m. I did a casting session with somebody over Skype which sometimes we'll do and um, so like I, I didn't even know that my day would begin with hearing diaries and now it would, oh my god my is this an ad- audition
3: is
2: this an audition
0: yes yes like, <gasps> that's why I bring on know this show that. <laughs> yes.
1: it um, is now
2: but I should have selected an entry in the beginning so maybe would you do me the favor of talking about your casting process yeah. while I pick like a great one? of course great yeah let's piece. do it we're so, reacting like, to right tell... now you guys are going to
1: see <laughs> something really good here but though. I want
2: you to talk about what you're looking for in a casting so we can get ready yeah so you yeah, tell you tell us like you're reading through journals like how do you pick what gets on the sure, show
0: Um, Does it help? Do do you have clips of the show? Would it help to see that first?
2: I don't know if we have any clips of the show pulled, but um, you can kind of walk people into it. Like, what what happens?
0: Uh, So basically, people, you know, get on stage and they read aloud uh, their journals. Um, That is all curated. Uh, People, our producers in each city, um, spend hours and hours, sometimes even up to 10 hours per person, um, helping them kind of workshop something. Nothing gets changed. Um, at least not pertinent things. We might change names for privacy. We might we might change dates or things like that. but um, but we don't change any of the content, right. And um, um, and it's really just uh, we have this process where we sit down and it's, it's kind of like therapy. Um, where, well, you'll see it in, in here. So, basically, if this was a casting session, I see that you're already going back there in your mind. Like, I can see what's happening on yeah, your yeah, face.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm like in it, you ma- guys. Yeah, I'm, like, it. sweating superstars. that looks so nervous.
0: <laughs> so, basically, somebody comes, into our, to, comes in and meets with us, and it's usually, like, a panel, kind of like this. Oh, cool. But unlike a casting session where, you know, there's a bunch of Simon Cowell sitting there with their arms <laughs> folded, and they're mm-hmm. sitting there go impress me, like, your job as a participant um, and we don't you're not a performer because it's not about talent so your job is not to impress me your job is just to share and my job um, and I'll employ you guys as well Amy and Rick uh, as as producers is basically we're just sort of being detectives and we're looking for are these things funny to strange are these so we're looking for the moments that kind of work and so we'll probably hear We'll probably hear a whole bunch of diary entries, Uh and of that, only twenty percent of that might be worth sharing eventually in the show. But we're looking for those twenty percent here, and twenty, and so it might be like read us a poem and a diary. This
1: is this is the gem out of the rough. That's
3: right. This is this is what everyone can see right now being played. Sure, sure. Yeah. So this is exactly what you can see on Netflix, and guys, you need to be watching this.
2: Shout out to the podcast listeners as well. For those of you who are tuning in and just listening to what we're watching, we're seeing people go up. I love the, the I mean, scent pe- of old I pictures.
1: Here. I mean, just uh, interviews.
2: It's very interview style. Like you even set up so that it looks like yearbook photos, which is I like, thought was a really interesting choice. People on like, stage. Oh.
0: Our director will be very happy. So to do
2: that. the interviewing, like they, they interview what you guys do. What you take beyond Mortified, the live show, yeah. and what you do in the Mortified Guide is you really get into the backstories of the people who are reading these journals. Oh, right. If you're in a live show, you you see people reading on stage, which is what we're seeing right now. Um, which would kind of are... be like
1: almost like an open mic a little bit. Like yeah. Open, like, like slam poetry yeah. type thing. But you don't really
2: get to know a ton about their backstory and in the Mortified Guide you guys go in and interview them and it's really cool you start to know who these people are outside of just their entry that they're reading. And
0: you see just the stakes to which um, these entries are. So the thing that we're about to hear from you uh-huh. you know to us it doesn't mean anything right? Right. But to you um, like I don't know anything about you. So like your your parents might have been divorced at around that time, or or you might have moved around, or like somebody might have hurt your feelings, and they seem small to adult us, yeah. right? And to mm-hmm. adult Ashley, but but really to to the kid, all of these things are big, and so the stakes are, are big. And so we kind of in the in the series, also in the mortified podcast too, um, we really try to like dive deep into sort of um not just what you wrote but why yeah, and totally. that matters to the audience
2: and it has to matter too i can imagine like i'm actually i'm a, i'm totally fine with performing i'm not nervous about but i'm like actually getting a little bit shaky because i've never even shared this with anybody yeah. so reading something like this must be so incre- like incredibly nerve-wracking for everybody because here i am like this thing that i know means nothing it's yep. written when i was 13 years old and I'm like, oh my God, people are going to think I'm crazy because it's so personal.
0: So you'd come in and basically we'd interview you for, I don't know, 10 minutes or something like that just to make you feel a little more comfortable. Mm -hmm. Um, Also so that we, because it's weird just reading stuff to a stranger. (laughs) So we'd, we'd have you... Uh, you know I'd ask you like uh, I'll ask you Um, uh, so where are you from?
2: so I went to middle and high school in Chesterfield, Virginia shout out to my Virginia friends so like a very
0: suburban kind of area? it was
2: very very rural rural rural. okay yes 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 like how many kids in your high school? well my high school was a satellite high school so I was bussed in um, so, but I was out in the sticks. Like I was the only person. My, my bus driver didn't even stop at my stop. If, okay. if she didn't see me out there, there was no stopping.
0: And who were you in high school? Like what? Uh, like yeah, what? Yeah. what Dude, did you club not see character? that picture, man? <laughs> 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 I was
2: obviously, the coolest, coolest. Well, that was middle school. Like, were That's, you in a um, club
0: or something like that?
2: So this is before I uh, developed. Let's say. And so that was like right that was eighth grade, which is this journal entry that I'm gonna to read to you guys. Um, by the way, I called my diary Gabby. For some reason I gave what? her a name Gabby. Oh, that's cool. So that's I was like, very Anne Gabby. frank of you. Yeah, yeah, I gave her a name because like I didn't have a lot of friends. So I had actually moved schools. In middle school, I moved from one elementary school or one middle school, which was what I would call suburban, to out to like what I call the sticks. What grade? So this transition was happening in eighth grade, which is probably around the time that photo was taken. That was my best friend from my former um, middle school oh. so she was with me the whole time so she was my best friend but we didn't get to go to school together anymore so i really oh. was like hey, trying hey, to find my hey, place
1: is she watching do you got her number <laughs> are you <laughs> i'm so Does sorry she still look I didn't like ask that her or? if i could... <laughs> she's That's beautiful she's married i
2: didn't ask her if I did this
1: oh photo. there we go never um, mind so story of life just give me
0: two short details about who that girl was the, the girl who wrote the journal entry like tell me yeah absolutely wh- your uh, some favorite things she loved in pop culture And maybe if, like, were you on a team or were you on a club?
2: Yeah. I wasn't. I was friendly with everybody. I was very much friendly with everybody. I was the new girl in school. So, eighth grade, I was the new girl in school. So,
1: you are Zoe Deschanel. Okay. I was
2: still still trying to find my place with what social circles to be in. Um, I had, you know, very much felt unpopular. I wasn't athletic. I wasn't good at, you know, athletics. I was smart-ish, but not a brainiac. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just was, you know, trying to find my place. And I was certainly... As you'll hear in the entry, a uh, a boy-crazed thirteen-year-old.
0: Well, let's hear that. Okay,
2: then. so I'm yeah. going to start you guys off mid-entry yes. because there's a lot of. I mean, the whole
0: thing is terrible. Buzz but... TV exclusive. Um... <laughs> <laughs> i
1: never heard that in all the time I've done like uh, after shows here.
2: Okay, so this is from <laughs> January 8th, 2000. I was 13 years old. Don't do the math. I'm still ageless. Um, and so, in the middle of the entry, this is talking about something that happened in gym class. Uh, okay. It was so cool. In gym today, we were holding hands. You have to do that for the dance. Uh, And there was a bunch of guys that didn't have partners, so they were going to have to switch in. Jamie, who I used to like but don't anymore because he's not that smart. Uh, He's really cute, though. (laughs) Well, he walked by us, and Jake was like, ha-ha. And Jamie was like, shut up. I wanted Ashley anyways, but you took her. So that made me feel really good. (laughs) Um, To make it even better... Jake goes, you can't have her. And I was like, is that a compliment? And he goes, (laughs) yes, it is. Plus, the teacher saw how well we were dancing and came over to get them to teach us, came over to get us to teach them how to move. Then we had to go, and I just kind of (laughs) left. And he was standing there with his hands out like, why wouldn't you say bye? Uh, Anyway. Oh, so to make up for it, I go, I love you, Jake. No, you (laughs) (laughs) And that's pretty much where I'll leave it. But yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much where I'll leave it. What did he say though? Uh, then he goes I'm on to producing. say, yep yeah, <laughs> you, you see, you'll have to cast me, and I'll tell you the rest no. of the entry."
3: You're right here. Let's have.
1: That. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> hey guys, no, but literally, what this is, is kind of how that's the show how actually works um, when you're watching it, either on Netflix oh. or if you go to one of the live shows. This is kind of almost the exact thing. It's like someone reads oh a passage. God. There's like little pauses. People laugh, and you know, there's inflections, and like, yeah, people are like quoting things, like he said this or I was cool. Yeah,
2: that's there's also alcohol, guys. <laughs> and it's yeah. crucial that when you watch this at home, because it's so painfully al- awkward that you have a glass of wine, or when you go to the show, live in person,
3: drink lots of alcohol.
1: Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's, like, it's, like, it's that whole two-drink minimum thing. No. What, <laughs> you
3: um, do you what I love about the show, too, is you get to see them reading it, and you, you get to see these people get really nervous right before they read something that they know it's just going to make everyone feel really uncomfortable or just start laughing. And I love seeing that, where they're just like, Oh no! And then they go, and it was fun to see you go yeah. through all of those emotions totally. here. And yeah. I, oh gosh, well, That's I really-
0: mean, it's, it's it's actually common for people to during our casting sessions um, to go through a range of emotions, even even cry. Oh,
2: I'm just kidding. You must be crying. Prayers. Wow. Even
0: if they're not dealing with revealing anything that would be on the surface, yeah, um, uh, seemingly emotional. Like mm-hmm. it's not like somebody beat me up and called me a name. Like it might just be like. Uh, you know someone that that you know, uh, a friend of mine, uh, Gordon uh, uh-huh, yeah, he, uh-huh. he, he shared some stuff with me recently about um just uh, some whole movies that he shot as a kid Uh-oh. and and I think they made he and his best friend made a thing called like John the farty-faced killer like something that's <laughs> there's no way there's any emotional quality to that, right John yeah. the farty-faced killer. and yet in talking about it, it suddenly brought him back to a moment. Where you know he has back, you know, as everybody does, they have like things attached to these moments that I don't know about yet, and uh, and it just suddenly like choked him up, and he was like, "Whoa, where'd that come from?" And I was
1: like, "Well, that's mortified." Yeah, totally. All right, guys. So I am an equally employment opportunity type of guy. So Ashley's not the only one that's going to be embarrassed. <gasps> no. I'm about to throw up my high school picture, Yay! Steve. If you can do that, you guys can watch. It's going to be on the internet forever.
3: Oh,
2: Woo-hoo.
1: Yes, that's me. And like. That's if- a
2: nice- you tie. look exactly the same. You just have You're glasses buff,
1: now. Actually. No, no, that's not buff. That's like me, like fifty pounds heavier. Oh. That's me about fifty pounds heavier, <laughs> and that is a Tom and Jerry tie. Yes,
2: I just saw Tom and Jerry,
3: that. nice. Yeah,
1: Very I didn't get, nice. did get my glasses so much much later, but yeah, that's about me fifty pounds heavier. That is my senior picture. Wow. Um,
3: what was senior like? Senior year like for you?
1: I just senior year was. Fine. By the time I got a senior year in high school, I just wanted to be done.
3: Okay, well, what do you mean fine? Who were you? Oh. And
1: I, was, I, was, I was literally in the middle. But you guys, I mean, the one of the reasons I'm at After Buzz, you guys probably know, you guys know here, I mean, I, there's a reason I have affinity for, like, Goonies and Stranger Things, because, like, I, I never would ever sit there and say, like, oh, yeah, I was the cool guy. I don't think I was quite the nerd guy that got picked on either, but just just right in the middle. And growing up in Nebraska, it's like, yeah, I, I wanted to have that escape with... Pop culture and like video video. That's why that's why I beat Mina last week with the whole Journey rotten scoundrels because like yeah. I know how old I was when I watched it. It was a VHS tape, and I know it, it wasn't in the 1970s. <laughs> so Um,
3: there, like, were you in any clubs or in anything?
1: Uh, I mean, I you know I did like high like high school like swing choir type. Sw- um, swing, sorry, swing choir, swing, swing yeah. choir. Swinger, swing choir. I didn't have mean?
2: that at um, my school. That? that was like the cool kids were The dance, choir. yeah, mm-hmm. like doing the whole.
1: I mean, Dave, you've been to karaoke with me, man. They, they don't call me the karaoke king for nothing. You've been to karaoke they don't, with they me. They don't call you that. <laughs> they don't <laughs> no call me that. Well, there well, are, are certain, certain people call me that. But yes. you've been to karaoke. You've so seen me do karaoke. Yes, 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 yeah, yes, yes, yeah, yes. yeah. That's that's where it all comes so from. So it's like Glee. Huh? A little bit, yeah. Yeah, a little. Yeah. no, exactly. Exactly. You're actually, you're actually right. Yes, that, that was me. Um. And Steve, could you throw a picture of our very own Steve Kaufman?
3: Oh. I wish we could get more info on this. We're going to have to grill him next time. I mean, um,
2: I think he's just as cool. As so a Steve Cotman is not
1: here, and we're going to ask him about this next. Week, or in two weeks when we come back, but look at this. He is wearing a tuxedo, he's got a mustache, a lip, and this wasn't like, the hipsters did not exist yet. Hipsters I'm did not exist so yet, so I don't know what he's thinking. And this wasn't, I know this wasn't the 1980s, so this is way past Magnum P.I. So what, what year is this? I don't, um, Steve, I'll have to ask, I'll, I'll get the information, but this was, Steve is probably somewhere around, what? that's probably like the late 90s, if not the early, like two, early 2000s-ish. Interesting. Well, Mid-2000s, I, maybe? Sorry, like, Steve. I don't mean to age you i all, dude, I don't I don't really know. And but. I
3: wonder, like, the, the choice of outfit here, like...
1: <laughs> well, no, no it's you in your
3: picture, you have to
2: dress so, up. I know, but you know, we
1: no, didn't. No, I, I didn't have to, but some people did. Some people okay, had no. to wear, the, like, the tuxedo or, like, the nice, like, yeah. formal dress in their...
2: Which, by the way, what wasn't even a real one? dress. It was like this fake, like, off-the-shoulder thing that you put on over a T-shirt. Oh, God. <laughs> you know, it wasn't even, it was not even a real dress. It was wow, like, I,
0: I had you. no idea.
3: Did you have to wear a fancy outfit for senior? I
0: kids? think I wore a tie, but I didn't go, like, black tie. I think Ooh. I was just sort of like, you know, I was wearing wedding or
1: bar mitzvah attire, as I will call it. All right, and oh. Steve in the booth, can we get Amy Cassandra Martinez? Oh no! there oh, we go. Look how cute she was. from back in the day. No. She mini Minnie. Wow. Mouse. wow, Minnie Mouse, huh? Yeah, like you, like you, like me. you, you created I like the
3: really? You did this? <laughs> yeah. okay. She had
1: no idea. I, I said had like. No let's idea. throw a Minnie Mouse for Amy, there. but let's 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 do the real picture of Amy back in the day.
3: Um. Okay,
2: it's pretty much Minnie Mouse. <laughs> it's pretty much. Oh, ah, <laughs> cutie <Gosh>. patootie.
1: Adorable. Huh. <laughs> Oh, so for all so of you painful. that love like her on on after buzz, you're like, oh, she's so hot, she's so cute. Oh, I mean, there you go, there you go, right there. That's where that she came is from.
3: So weird, so sick. Oh God, everyone's gonna see this. this Are happening. you
1: saluting the
0: camera?
3: I'm not. The sun's in my face, so um, I want to say this was taken with a disposable camera, but maybe Ooh, I'm wrong. Disposable. That's why it's like a black and white one. Um, this how how been, do you like abruptly? I think I was a junior. Mm in high school um, you can see i have a retainer um, so i i have i have an implant a dental implant got a fake this tooth. this one's not real yeah and then this is a veneer so i had a lot of um, issues with my teeth so that yeah you, you had to do a lot
1: of fights when you were a kid huh so like there's yeah, like people much, knocking your teeth out and
3: um, oh, really? Whoa. Wait, let's not zoom in. Oh my, <laughs> oh, my God.
1: Good job, man. Good job. Oh, my God.
3: No. Um, yeah, okay. So that retainer actually held my fake tooth. Nice. Which was horrifying because when I had to eat, um, it had to come out. Yeah, so you toothless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I didn't get all of that fixed until college. Um, I didn't wear any makeup at all in high school. I didn't start wearing makeup till. My f- uh, well, yeah, my first. Wait, but well, you're college. still not
1: wearing makeup. So I mean, you know, right, I This mean, is hey, natural, uh, guys.
3: <laughs> uh, these are my natural lashes. Um, yeah, and this was actually uh, on my way to a um, an orchestra concert. So Isn't it funny how a picture can transport you back to exactly how you felt at yeah. the moment? In uh, the same way that a diary entry can make you feel all those feelings from that moment in time? Well, that's See, the power. Oh, sorry. Well, no, and I just want to say, like, when I say orchestra concert, I meaning that I was in the orchestra. So that's a long black dress, and I had cropped it because I didn't. I just wanted What'd to. What'd you play? That. Violin.
1: Oh, I played
3: the violin. Okay. Yeah, for, uh, first violins, which
1: uh, oh, uh, little,
3: oh, little, little oh. humble brag, gonna, So you going can you can you still so like
1: violent. come come in here one day and I like just mean, rip out? I mean, like, sure. Like devil double, sure. devil double, double went down to Georgia like, just like a <laughs> Oh
3: no, that that's hard. That's hard. No matter. <laughs> no, no, you know no your limitations, boy. huh? Um, yeah, yeah. But my sophomore year, it was right before that. Um, I was concert mistress, so that's first chair, first violin, which was a big deal. And I was also in Pep Squad, so so it that's who Amy was. Cute.
2: That
1: makes sense. me. I like God. let's let's
3: talk. About
2: I'm literally cheating. honored
1: to be sitting next to you two ladies because you you ladies turned into like swans.
2: Aww. wow, I jerk! Mean. That was like a backhanded compliment. If I've a
3: backhanded compliment, <laughs> if I've ever heard one.
1: Did you see my you picture? Did you, did didn't you see say my ugly picture? Duckling, so I said, "So you, you ladies turned it's, into swans."
3: Yeah. So you didn't say exactly how we started, which is you know, started from there. Now we're here.
1: All <laughs> right. So back to mortified. Okay. Sure. So you were so okay. you're doing the live shows, and then then this thing, then someone approaches you to go. To actually get it produced on on air.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, probably in the second year of Mortified, um, we shot a pilot years ago that no one has seen for good reasons.
1: <laughs> Wait, did I not see it? Because I thought I saw you the I've docu-
0: not, not seen it, okay. You've not seen it? Um, we made a pilot for Comedy Central and it didn't go. It, it uh, and, and it was not that great. Although, fun fact, uh, Retta. Who you might know Dang. from *Wreck* uh-huh. and *Good and, and Girls*. And *Good Girls*. Yeah. Uh, she was in the pilot. Um, she's also been on the *Mortified* podcast. Um, so, uh, but we did this pilot. and It was really fun, but it was like, it was like very TV. It was like shot in like a TV studio, not in a stage. It oh. wasn't in a real club. It was it had a lot of contrivances, and it was actually really the most important. It was a very important moment for for me and, and *Mortified* because I, I started realizing. What matters about this? And when the pilot died, afterwards, I thought, you know, I even had an agent. uh, It wasn't my agent, but an agent who was involved with the project said, you know, you should let everybody kind of forget about this project. Just everybody in town sees this as a failed thing. And I went, this guy's an idiot. Good. Good for you. And I thought. Basically, you know, this this guy thinks that 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 uh, I said nobody thinks. People see this as a as a fun, joyous, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, experience, and um, it doesn't. I don't care about TV. Like, Mm -hmm. if we get to have a TV show, great. If we don't, you have your live shows. Yeah, and so uh, it it was this moment of uh, I hung up the phone with this guy. I flipped the bird to the phone, (laughs) and and I called a venue in Los Angeles, and I said hi. I've been doing this show for about two and a half years. Every time we do it, it sells out. Here's what it is. I want to do I want to book your your best night. Give me Friday or Saturday night, and I guarantee we will have a packed room. We were there for four years, never had a non uh, a show, show that wasn't packed. and Amazing. Uh, and then we started doing shows all over the country and, and now the world. Um, yeah. and so and so like, and some of those, I think even some of those pieces from back in the day, even make their way into the mortified guide into the new into the new show um so um,
2: was the show that you were creating the pilot was it sort of um was did it lose some of that documentary feel Cause, because the, yes what, okay because this what is so striking is the authenticity and it just totally translates so, from stage to show
0: so the director uh, mike mayer um you know uh we had done several pilot attempts over the years with various people and eventually, we decided, let's just make something on our own. Mm-hmm. And so we made a movie called Mortified Nation, which you can also watch on Netflix.
1: Yeah, right? I've seen that one. Oh, yeah.
0: And so that's a 90-minute movie that has I'm Actually in it. Ah. Um, uh, and there's some behind-the-scenes-y stuff in it. And it's, it's really fun. And uh, But the, the director, we said... We want to make this on our own. I want no network, no stu- like. I don't care if we're making it for ten dollars or or more. But like, we're gonna do a thing that is good our way or bad our way. But it's it's gonna be our way, and and it really worked. And he really held. Mike did um, a very good job um, capturing. Uh, he really captured the experience of of being there live. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas I think a lot of times when you watch a lot of like stand-up specials like hbo kind of stand-up specials um it feels like a tv presentation mm-hmm. it feels like a little distance like you're it's not part of like you're not part of a thing totally and that's fine but um anyway
3: how did you oh sorry go ahead Amy. well i'm just saying um, jay becker in the chat has a lot of questions so let's get started um <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, jay what uh what jay becker. came first the show the pilot the book the tv show
0: Yes, we've had all of those. Um, yeah, Jay Becker. Um, um, uh, the first was was the the stage show, and then we started doing uh, stage shows in New York and in San Francisco, and then and so on. Around that time, the pilot happened. Um, the, the, that that first pilot, there was a few different kind of things over the years. Um, then we then we released a book, uh, mortified real words, real people, real pathetic. Um, <laughs> Uh, last year, we just came out with our third book, which is actually our first diary. So, because Rick, because your diary got destroyed, you said you don't know where your teenage. It's gone, diary is. man. It's so, so here's the deal. I've here's the deal. We actually thing, like, just released a book called "My Mortified Life," a guided journal to gauge how much you've changed since childhood. Oh my god! And gosh. so this is a really fun journal where it's basically the teenage journal for people who don't have a teenage journal, um, but it's also even if you did, um, it's a bunch of questions that sort of get you to reflect on who I was when I was 13 and who I am in, in my 30s, my 40s, in my 50s, or even in my 20s, whatever you are Sounds now. Sounds like a
1: Life Coach-like book.
0: Yeah, and, and basically you um, you answer the same, like you might say, like, what's the worst fight you got into when you were a teenager? And you think about that. And I know I can see it. All of you are thinking about that, right? <laughs> yeah, you don't need a
1: therapist. Just go buy
0: this book. <laughs> exactly. And we'll be and, set. But then but then we ask, what's the worst fight you got in the past year, right? Mm-hmm. And who was who it with? How long did it, how did it resolve? Did it resolve did it change your relationship? I don't know, Ash, are things? we cool? Are we cool? Those
2: are, those are, those are totally therapist questions. <laughs> and and so, and then you rate
0: yourself, how much have I, cha- on the topic of fighting, how much have I changed from childhood self to, like, am I the same, or am I totally the same, or am I totally different? And so that's the book. is a series of questions like that where you think, am I the same weirdo I was when I was 12?
2: Yeah, great. That's,
1: Whoa. Okay, so, okay, so you've got. That's my mortified life, yeah. And but, then, so when the, the actual first incarnation of the show, went, So that was at, on Sundance. Yeah. So, uh, Sundance Channel.
0: So right, eventually, about in 2013, uh, around the time we were making the movie, um, or 2011, we released the TV series that was like based on like a web thing we did, where like I, I had interviewed Alanis Morissette about. Oh, I'm sorry, did I just drop a? Um,
1: <laughs> but, um, no, but I interviewed Alanis. Isn't it, isn't it, ironic? Isn't isn't it ironic? It is ironic. It I felt mean. a little awkward, so I had
0: to call it out. But um, no, but I interviewed Alanis Morissette about her teen angst um for for that you can watch on YouTube right now um if you google like mortified Alanis. and Sundance channel saw that thing that we had mm. did on on YouTube and and we basically did a uh, two seasons of a TV series that wasn't mortified it wasn't our stage show it was this sort of spin-off project called the mortified sessions that was like oh, okay. celebrity chats um oh. where i would like talk to like people like Eric Stone Street from Modern Family or Alanis Morissette, or you know, uh, um, and so
1: did Jackie do a? This is Jackie Tone, who's on Glow, so that's Netflix appropriate. But yeah. did she do a stage show, or did she was she in one of those sessions? Or
0: Jackie wasn't famous yet, so she she was not on that TV show. Now she's a big big deal, right? Uh, the best of big deals. Um, no, uh, she's she's fantastic. She's been on our stage show for many years, Jackie Tone. Uh, she's also been uh, on our podcast. She was in our Thanksgiving episode I think about two years ago on the podcast she, and she we really actually wanted, we almost put her in the series uh, I mean we were almost going for this
1: uh, one, for this Netflix one? We, we,
0: yeah, we were debating it because uh, each episode is sort of themed and we wound up not doing a theme that made sense for, for what her piece is, but Basically, Jackie Tone, If those of you don't know, she plays Melrose on the TV
1: show Glow. And if you guys want a better idea of her interaction, I well, got her on the red well. carpet for Glow. You can find on AfterBuzzTV.com, red carpets. Thank you. Nice. <laughs> so
0: she wrote diaries uh, about the first time she lost her virginity.
2: Those are... Oh! And what she did
0: was she wrote it in a gratitude journal because she had read in Chicken Soup for the Teenage Soul in an essay by JTT, oh, JTT. She, he said you should keep a gratitude journal. She's like I will. And so she keeps a oh, gratitude journal God. and she, in her gratitude journal she was like I lost my virginity to this guy and and it's all about how grateful she is and she's so sort of like precious about everything that uh, this is super gross but she um, she winds up saving oh, the, no. co- the no. not the condom no. <laughs> but the wrapper whoa, and pasting whoa. it uh, pasting it in the pages of the book and I then proceeds them. to do that every single time they have sex no.
2: for
1: the next 13 She months. has this guy's DNA. This <laughs> oh, is like no. scary. No, yeah. it does
2: DNA. It's just the rapper. I'm That's kidding. That I'm kidding. Well, there's one other celebrity tie-in that I'd love to make with you, which yeah. is that, again, before the show, we were chatting about San Francisco and how I'm friends with Anthony Veneziale, which you guys may not may or may not know, but he's now starring in uh, the series called Bartlett with a friend Chrissy Mazio. We were all on a show in San Francisco together called San Franland. And Bartlett
0: is on Amazon.
2: Bartlett is on Amazon, so it's not a Netflix show, you guys, but it's it's all in, it's all he, Anthony Veneziale who's now on this Amazon show, was on The Mortified Guide, which I didn't see this episode. So, what episode? So, is he in? so
0: I believe it's episode five. Um, so, we have six episodes right. on Netflix of The Mortified Guide. And um, there's, the, there's, um,
2: I love the themes, by the way. That's and like, one, oh. of, one of
0: them is The Mortified Guide to Pop Culture. and He's yeah. in that episode. Okay, I think perfect. that's five. And so, in The Mortified Guide to Pop Culture, there's a woman who writes named Nami Ko. And Namie Ko wrote, Harry Potter fanfiction oh. when she was a kid.
3: Yes, you've seen Yes, yeah.
0: <laughs> and so she wrote Harry Potter fanfiction, but she was not getting no one was reading her Harry Potter oh, fanfiction. Okay. So she noticed that all the fanfic that was doing well on the, on the fanfic sites um, back in like you know the late '90s, early 2000s was. Um, was gay Harry Potter fanfic. Oh, sure. So she she was not gay and had never even kissed a boy, but um, she decides to write her own stab at gay Harry Potter. And so we brought that to life with a cast uh, and your friend Anthony happens right. to be the, he plays Harry Potter
2: oh very exciting I can't I can't um, wait to I've been in, just
0: this reading a fanfic
2: doling out the episodes because they're so good and there's only six and it's like I equate it to going to a live show so I want to like dole it out for each weekend so my suggestion to you our Netflix Picks uh, audience is to, to space them out like as a little weekend treat because it's like yeah on this, this one show. I mean it, you can so binge
1: many. it if you're like if you having a great day but this one's also just it's, got, it's like that slow burn of you want to savor it yeah. you want to savor it it's like that it's like that delicious cookie that you don't want to just go up in one and it's bite. also
0: I think I think one bummer about binging is I think something that's great about Mortified is um, or that can be good about Mortified is it inspires conversations. So if you watch it with a friend or whatever, like you watch it and then just one episode, and then you'll kind of want to talk to an old friend or even a, like I bet you've learned a bunch, Amy, about that you don't like you know these guys pretty yeah. well, well, but yet just learn learning a little. You bit don't about know me ha- about you their childhood,
2: yeah. So yeah. Yeah. That
0: kind of thing is is sort of yeah.
2: <laughs> great date night movie or a great like Netflix and chill actual thing to watch to Netflix well, and learn more about the person that you're chilling with. Yep.
3: Two things. One is that it also helps. I think kids that are kids, teenagers that are watching this, it's like you might feel like everything's the end of the world, but look, these are adults. Everything's okay. Like yeah. you know, we all go through crap. I mean, some of it is very intense, but it's it's therapeutic for people reading. Therapeutic for people being there, but also viewers that are younger. Um, My question was also, I mean, you've had a book, you've had the live show, now you have the Netflix show. Where do you see this going? Like, where's your ultimate goal of like, you know, seeing all of this?
1: Um, Personally, and have you trademarked Motify The 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 word can can you trademark it? That's a whole complicated. (laughs) (laughs) answer Amy's question. Answer Amy's question. Um. Uh. What was your question again? Oh, where's, <laughs> where's the, the future? I like guess where you see the whole.
0: Yeah, I mean, for me, um, like I'm very interested in bringing mortified into the living room. Like I, I I've been trying to develop um, sort of a, a card game type thing. Awesome. Because I, I want people who I just want to have people. The real goal of this is I want to change people's relationship to the to the word shame. Oh yeah.
2: Definitely. And
0: and I think we have a real intense relationship with that word in this culture. And I and actually not just our culture, but and so I want to give people tools to bond and laugh and have fun and get to know each other, and um, by sort of conquering and sort of addressing their issues with shame. Now that sounds like an academic exercise, but I know. Um, but but that is my goal. So whatever that means, and so one way that I really want to do that is I'm trying to figure out how we can um, you know sort of do sort of I don't game is not the right word, but an activity, a home activity so that you don't just have to get up on stage to experience that. I want you to be able to experience this at home um, with your friends, your loved ones,
1: whoever.
2: Totally, I'm I'm seeing like Cards Against Humanity or the yeah. Heads Up game. Yeah, yeah, totally, yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, yeah, games like yeah, games have like really like evolved. Or people are just yeah, like having like a like a dinner party and having them come over. Oh, like a, god. Like yeah, someone had like an outline yes. to sit there and say let's just do it like this. And it's and it's honestly like sometimes like having conversations with people is kind of hard. Yeah. And so it's a good way just to just get to know or or like you said like deeper your relationship with like just like your friends.
0: Yeah. So I'm just so we've been like kind of looking for partners in that world who are kind of interested in helping us make that happen. But, um,
1: so, has Netflix given you any type of idea of? Because this literally just dropped. but Have they given you any type of idea of like how long it takes before they say we'll pick it up for season two? Are they just like, hey, it's or is it a two season?
0: Yeah. So it's a very unusual thing. Um, we're not actually a Netflix original, though Netflix paid for the show. Uh, we actually, I actually, uh, not just me, but like mortified our team. Um, we own the series. Which is kind of like how they make we people make independent films, Um, and it just happens to be distributed, shown on Netflix. Great. So it's like acquired by them, so they can like show it for X amount of years. Um, But at some point, then we have the ability to take it 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 back. So there is. So the weird thing about season two is, uh, yeah, if they want to approach us, but like we could do it anywhere, really.
1: Yeah, Um,
0: and. So the, and so, I mentioned that because this is a real. The show is if you're into like independent cinema or any like, independent TV is not really so much a thing, and this show is absolutely hundred um, percent an independent thing where it's not. We got no notes. We got you know and. How long did it take
1: to tape tape this the verse this that you sold to them. This chunk of like the six episodes. I mean, it was years. Years. Yeah. Oh, so this is years of footage, not but, like we did it like oh, the course oh, of last sorry, year. Or, sorry,
0: it was years like putting the whole thing together, but it was. Um, we shot most of it in October of 2016. We shot some other stuff uh, later, and then we also used a little bit of archive footage that we had. But uh, but most of it was shot in October of 2016. We maybe spent a year in post.
1: Yeah, because I like I like how you guys because when you guys experienced the live the live experience of it you know like there's there's like the drawings and the animation like i know like in, i think the first episode someone's telling a story and like the an animation's kind of like drawing the the story as it as it goes along and you don't experience that in the live show but i was, yeah, I was like wondering about that that's like a cool added part of watching
2: like an awkward enactment, or an awkward yeah, enactment, yeah. What's it called? An awkward enactment. There's I don't like a know.
1: term just, for I'm it. realizing that my girlfriend
0: just posted I a saw. dirty thing on there. <laughs> I saw that. I, <laughs>
2: that <potential. laughs>
0: I was excited. I was like, somebody I don't know thinks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for
3: joining us in
1: your you chat. Yeah. that's awesome. Oh, I love Thank it. Thank you, Jillian. Um, all right, well, we got we, just, we got a little bit left uh, time left. So, Amy, I wanted to give you a chance really quick to. Talk about Seven uh, Seconds. You were at the carpet this weekend, yes. which dropped this weekend. We'll be back in two weeks uh, after the because next week is the Oscars. We'll be back in two weeks. We're going to talk about a lot of the different shows that dropped. Uh, but Amy just covered Seven Seconds of the Carpet on Friday.
3: Yep.
1: How was that? Friday.
3: Yes. Um, it was great. Uh, it was at the Paley Center. It's funny because you joked that I was only going to have seven seconds to talk about it. We have a little bit more. Keep but, going. Keep going. Keep going. Uh, I'm gonna take my time. No, I'm just kidding. It's great. It's um, it's a very intense topic. Um, it's I, c- I can't possibly tell you everything about right, it. Well, but, then we can. Um,
1: in two weeks. We can. We can kind of. Yeah,
3: like it. It's relevant because there's so much going on in society that uh, watch it. Watch the first, even like the first thirty minutes of the show. It's it's gonna start like this. You're gonna be like, okay, this is what it's about. Um. Everyone there, though, was super nice, and they, they really felt passionate about talking um, about this. So it's a completely opposite of what we're talking about right now, but give it a shot um, and let us know.
1: Yeah, guys, so we will be back in two weeks because next week's the Oscars. Ashley Cheney will be covering Ugly Delicious. We can dive more into seven seconds. I'll talk about Mute, which dropped this past weekend. And I wanted to thank Dave Nadelberg for being here and and talking about The Mortified Guide. Yeah, I mean, I hope to have you come back again and talk about more stuff. Um, So you guys can find me on all social media at Rick Hong, R-I-C-K-H-O-N-G. And...
2: You guys can find me at Ashley on Camera or maybe on a Mortified stage somewhere. I don't know. That would be fantastic. We'll see. You might have seen <laughs> the first audition here. Uh, talk to me online, Ashley on Camera. See you guys there.
1: Amy?
3: Okay, so for this week, on Twitter, Amy Cassandra MTZ, and on Instagram, Amy Cassandra TV. Just, you'll find me. You'll find me. Promise.
0: And Dave, where can everybody find you on social media? You can find me at Dave Nadelberg. Good luck spelling it.
1: and Or you can find me at uh, Mortified. All right. Thank hey guys, we'll be back in two weeks. Thank you, Dave Nadelberg, for being here. Go watch the Mortified Guide. See Yay! ya. See ya. Bye. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek and the entire Afterbuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the Afterbuzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterbuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Mortified. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.